You're listening to the Junto Podcast, a podcast about leadership, faith, community, and pretty much anything else that you want to talk about. Visit us at www.juntopodcast.com. That's J-U-N-T-O podcast.com. Thanks for stopping by and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Juto Podcast. Super stoked for the second time to have the Memphis Country Queen, <laughs> Amber Ray Dunn. How you doing? I'm doing really good. <laughs> you look amazing. Thank uh, you. And lots going on. I, I wanted to have you back on. Just, you know, we, we want to talk about life. We want to talk about... Mm-hmm. The things that are going on, but you got exciting stuff happening with you just in terms of a second album <laughs> and all of that cool stuff, which we'll get into in just a minute. But before we do, I thought it'd be cool if we played a little game. I want to test your Uh-oh. knowledge. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I want to test your knowledge. And listen, if you don't know this, it's okay, because oh, uh, no. I don't know this Bust either. Bust me out on camera. <laughs> So this is this is Evil. some country music trivia. Evil. <laughs> and let's see what we got here. What was the name of Johnny Cash's band? Do you know that? Mm. I know that's hard, isn't it? No, but I know that they weren't extremely knowledgeable players. Yeah. Wow. And that's how he coined his sound is because almost they didn't know how to do more. Wow. So I think that's really cool. But yeah. you know, if that doesn't give you inspiration as somebody that's just learning, I don't know yeah. what will. Well, and just to just to reiterate, I don't know these either. Like there's a <laughs> couple of them as I was reading like I knew, but for the most part I don't. But I probably once you say it I'm going to be like, oh, I knew that. <laughs> Well, and, you know, I don't know how much you could trust the internet, but it's Johnny Cash and the Tennessee Three. Johnny huh. Cash and the Tennessee Three. So the name of the band was the Tennessee Three, and maybe he had other bands. Yeah, I was going to say he probably went through multiple. Yeah. I'm in, like, five at the moment. You, you know how <laughs> so it I'm is. I'm like, what do you want? <laughs> what sound do you what want? What kind of music do you want? Because I can, like, cover all the bases. <laughs> I'm still tripping out from from uh, the first time you were on talking about being a backup singer for the, the yeah. Jamaica and the reggae band. Yeah. Which I thought which was. Which now, since then, I've, I've been to Jamaica. So, yes. so I came back yes. to those guys, and I was like, oh, my my gosh, we have to go to Jamaica and play one of these festivals that I heard about and just like rock it. It would be so cool. Yeah, we we were in Montego Bay as well. And I know you went there. Maybe we'll spend a second talking about that in a minute, too. But shout out to our Montego Bay folks. Montego Bay, (laughs) come on. Uh, This one, I think you will probably know. uh, And it's kind of newer, newer country. It's not really old country. But Miranda Lambert married which fellow country star in 2011? Do you want my opinion on it? Or do you? (laughs) I'll take both. I'll take both. No, um, I'm I'm guessing that was the the guy from The the Voice. Yeah. What's his name? Shelton. Yeah, Blake Shelton. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is a contention subject in my oh, household. Because I did not know my that. My husband is a huge Blake Shelton fan. Wow. Which is cool. I liked the man before all that happened, but I'm yeah. a huge Miranda Lambert fan, <laughs> as you can probably assume. And um, so I just feel like he did her wrong. Like, I know she did some things too. I know it came out later, but I don't care. I, I stick with my girl. So what happened? Did he did he cheat, basically? Or was it Gwen Stefani? Was well, that... I was going to say, I think he kind of cheated first, and then it kind of came out that maybe she was doing some things on the side, ah. and this, that, and other. But Chicken noodle soup with the soda on the side, yeah. I see. <laughs> you know, but... <laughs> That's funny. You know, I thought this one was kind of interesting because uh, your style is a little bit, you know, the older... Mm-hmm. 
uh-huh. country sound. And this is an interesting, interesting question because I did not know this, but what country musicians sang Waterloo in the 1950s? Do you hmm. that ring any bell? Not at all. Yeah. It didn't for me either, but I thought, you know, you, you may know. No. It was actually Stonewall Jackson. Ah. Uh, yeah. It, I, said, I would have never got that one. <laughs> I had the same reaction. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that one was true trivia. Okay. I think, I think you will know this one okay. for sure. For sure. <laughs> I Will Always Love You was written by which country star? Oh, yeah. I, I went on a tangent on this one the other day. <laughs> Uh, Dolly Parton. Absolutely. Because I, I just really feel like, even though Dolly wrote it, Whitney Houston, I don't ever want to hear it recorded ever again. And wow. I know that sounds a little yeah. wild and weird, and but it was that amazing yeah. of a version. Like, Yeah, it's insane. Oh. I, Dolly wrote it, but certainly Whitney Houston kind of... She killed it. Kind of put it... Yeah, exactly. Put it on the it's map. Dead. And <laughs> it's dead. Nobody could ever do it again. Never. You know, you see all these viral things. I saw not too long ago, it was like this trio singing the song, uh-huh. and I had all this harmony on it, and they were like, oh my God, this is amazing, but it just did not hit for me. Yeah. After hearing Whitney sing it, it was just uh, phenomenal. There's, there's very few songs that I feel like have ever happened in the world that are... That it's it that their performance was that yeah. pivotal for those lyrics right. and, and for the vibe and everything that it's like retired, so to speak. Like yeah. that is the definitive yeah. version. Uh, Frank Sinatra and the uh, I'll Fly or Fly Me to the Moon or whatever. You yeah. know, there's just certain versions of songs that like I just I always want to hear that version. Some things just don't need to be redone. You know, they just absolutely don't need to be redone. And I, I agree that is definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. And we'll we'll ask one more. Uh, and I didn't know this one. I You know, I love learning about country music, but it says, which prominent country musician died in 1953? Think about it. We're talking old country, prominent staple in old country music. He died in 1953. Your best <laughs> guess. I don't know. There's several that have died. I don't know. Hank Sr.? Yeah. Really? Yes. Yes. I love it. I know he was 29 when he died. That? Wait, what? Yeah. I've got a list of artists and when they died and how many of them, like all of them are under 40 that have died. Like all the really good ones. And there's like, I think it's a 27 club or there's a certain number that like, in in all genres of music, a yeah. lot of people have yeah. died, J- and it's yeah, crazy. Jim Morrison, Janis Joplin, thinking yeah, about yeah. like classic rock, you know, it's like really crazy and, and sad, but but cool how influential they could have been in that small of a time. So it kind of makes me feel guilty being a little above that age. Wow, <laughs> just a little bit, um, and not having done more, do more. <laughs> you know, it's my little fire that lights me. <laughs> but you know, you uh, you just taught me something. But you know, it was a different world, uh, yeah. just in terms of, you know, gosh, there's so much out there right now. It, it, mm. And and I hate to use the word compete, but uh, you're really competing with the world. <laughs> and we talked about this a little bit the last world. time. But let's, let's segue because you have been consistent. I mean, uh, and I know doing what you do is a passion. Uh, tell me a little bit about the second album. It, it's, uh, mm-hmm. uh, what's the name of, that's what, 
what is life or yeah i got one yeah you guys yes, i guess that's life oh <laughs> my god for having me on and here yes. is your copy <laughs> voila check that out i guess that's life is i guess the name that's of life. it wow. and uh that's the title track and the last track on the album yeah and it's just kind of the whole album really is contemplative and uh just where i'm at and what i've been through and and you know just kind of a little bit more of this journey um, there's a song about my mom, a song about my brother that passed away. Yeah. I guess that's life is kind of a song. Justin and I, my husband, were sitting around a campfire and he started telling me about his life and saying, we should write a song about my life. You know, wow. my life is a song. Yeah. 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 And everybody says that. But, uh, just in that moment, we cu- came up with a couple of lines and I just kept working on it after that and came up with that song and it was a really beautiful song. And this new producer, when we started working together and I showed him a little bit of my material, that was kind of the one that he honed in on that he thought he could do something really cool with. And that was the first one we recorded and it was kind of my initial trial with him as to whether I wanted to work with him. Yeah. And he did such a good job. Like, I brought it back and showed him my band and they were like, oh my God, Amber, that's killer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Like just the, the, the sound quality yeah, in yeah. the production and all that. Um, it, so I went ahead phenomenal. and signed on to do an entire album with him. Yeah. But it's just funny that that was the first song that was finished. It yeah. was finished like two years before the album even started. Gosh, that's crazy. Where yeah. uh, You know, you, you talked about it a little bit, but, you know, uh, your inspiration. I know you mm. said you wrote a song about your mom and your brother that passed. You know, how, from a songwriting standpoint... How does it come to you normally? Is it just in those odd moments, random, where you're not even trying yeah. to write something, you know, and it just like, whoa, it's, that's it's a song. It's almost like anybody that's creative. Yeah. It just kind of comes to you. I do feel like it comes to me more when I'm doing an action that engages my mind, mm-hmm. but doesn't consume my mind. Yeah. Like driving or... Gotcha painting or weed eating or something where you have to be cognizant enough <laughs> wait, to wait. not die. Weed eating. <laughs> <laughs> or, or hurt somebody or cut yourself, you know, any of that yeah. kind of stuff. You heard it here first, guys. The inspiration <laughs> comes while she's weed eating. I love that, though, because it, it's so just real life. Yeah. I guess that's life, you know. Um, well, well. your mind just has to be engaged. And yeah. it's almost like when your mind is engaged, it's open to receive whatever may come. Wow, that's awesome. And you have to like stop and write it down. And I, I mean, yeah. I really don't know how people back in the day before they had voice memos yeah. remembered things. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So it, this is interesting because I, I play drums and uh, that's a little bit different. It's it's not like I come up with melodies, anything. The drums are kind of a just a rhythm and a supporting mm. role. But They're hard though. I was playing, we did a jam last night and yeah. I, they were like, Amber, hit the hi-hat. And I was like, what's that hi-hat? <laughs> Dude, I love it. Like it, it is phenomenal. Hit the toms. What's the toms? How does the tune? Um, how does the tune uh, of the song come to you? You know, because words or like inspiration. Melody, yeah. How does it? Um, how does it come? Well, for me, that's just kind of something you're born with. I think. Yeah. Um, you can work at it, but the the better ones and the more effort. I just happen to when I hear lyrics, they come out with melodies. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of hear what should be the, uh, I don't know, the fluctuation of the words and how they should you know, hit, right, so right. to speak. And then you just kind of go with it from there. And man, that's awesome. I love yeah. that. And I hope, you know, if you're a creative out there, you're a songwriter, uh, or, or maybe you're just in any form, uh, I would encourage you to do what Amber does. Take those moments <laughs> of inspiration. And, and I, I know exactly what you're saying about coming to you at the most random mm-hmm. moments. Like I've been asleep in bed. Yeah. 
and then just woken up, you know, and been like, what the heck? You know what I mean? Like, that's awesome. write that down. I know, I know, before I lose it. And then you're also kind of mad because you're like, no, but if I get up and write it down, then I won't be able to go back to bed. Like, come on, mine, just turn off. Yeah. No, but I've got a, a, a seventh grader that her mom begged me to like help her with her performances and stuff. Oh, wow. And I, I fought her. I was like, girl, I don't know what I'm doing. I need, yeah. Nobody ever trained me. I just, you know. I'm learning it you still, you know? Just, yeah, yeah. yeah. And finally she talked me into it. And one of the sessions I was asking her if she ever wrote songs and stuff. And I was telling her that, and, and the mom just loved this. I was like, well, what you need to do is help your mom garden, help your mom clean, start wow. wiping windows. Like anything that, <laughs> and the mom was just loving it. But, but I was serious. Like anything that would engage your mind and she yeah. can't drive, you know, and you just have to be doing something for your mind to receive it. It's so it's it's so crazy. I'm and I don't know why, but I instantly went to I'm calling that like the the Mr. Miyagi approach. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't know you're learning, but it is true, man. Creatives, uh, it's engaged in the mind first. Mm-hmm. That's where it is. That's where it all happens. And I've, I've seen that. Um, and I and I just want to say, tell me a little bit about because man, it seems like you're gigging like a, a lot these days like I, I'm seeing you everywhere more and than I probably should <laughs> <laughs> tell me about that I mean is it are you to a point now where you know it's becoming a little easier to to book things because I know how it is starting well I got out. a couple of different bands that I'm playing with yeah. um I think as a, a real creative and a true artist you know your sound, but you also don't know your sound. Yeah, like you always yeah. are exploring and trying new things and right. stuff because you're just creative like that. You can't sit still. And uh, so I got a soul band that I'm playing with. I've got a new guy I've been uh, doing stuff with that does more rockabilly. He's gotcha. from Italy. Came over here. Always wanted to do rockabilly in, in Memphis. Memphis. Oh I've my got gosh. my band. We do country. Um, I've got another one that we do like folk rock kind of nice. thing and yeah. old 70s <laughs> they've been playing together for years and I just added in <laughs> that's funny um, I just can't sit still I guess and and the the playing everywhere I should probably be a little more um I don't know uh organized with that because <laughs> but but money talks right you know when like, people call it, you and they're it, like hey it, I'll pay you 200 bucks 500 bucks whatever it is yeah. to come do this thing and you know you can do it yeah like you yeah. don't even have to practice exactly I, I just off the top of my head know you're like, like yep. 50 songs that I could sing right this second come on and then I make that money and, and so it's kind of I need to maybe Justin and I have talked about <laughs> this slow down quit chasing the money just a tiny bit and but, but you know the thing is you gotta admit it's fun too oh it is you know it's fun getting and paid to do something you absolutely love it's hard to say no to that and not only that but you have to look at it from this perspective too mm. it might not last forever you uh-huh. know it's almost like no no no, oh, no. I, I'm not oh <laughs> Leave it to me to be a freaking downer. Okay, buddy. <laughs> no, no. Tell it to me. Let me let me expound on that thought. Okay, what I'm saying is, it's 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 almost as if like, man, the opportunity is in front of me. Yeah. It's hard to say no in that moment, and like you said, when you're truly passionate about it and you love it, and mm. you're you're to a point, I believe, in, in your career where. Just like you said, you know, boom, you don't have to have a whole lot of prep work. Mm-mm. You know, you can get in there, you can kill those 50 songs or whatever they're wanting you to do, play two hours, an hour and a half, and it just becomes easy for you. So that's awesome to see, like, the evolution yeah. and where you are now. So out of all those bands, and I don't, I don't want to offend anybody, I don't want you to offend anybody, but what is your... 
what is your favorite or what do you in which band do you have kind of the most fun and I don't well, know, you know it's it changes different. and stuff yeah. um in some of those i'm not the lead i'm part of the band got you got like, you. like I have this string band that I'm doing, and they do like 1920s music. Like, oh, brother, where art thou kind yeah, of stuff? Yeah, like, like kind of bluegrassy. They call it gypsy jazz. Dang. And it, it's very jazz-ish, but um, for people that don't know what that is, <laughs> they see bluegrass <laughs> instruments and just assume it's bluegrass, yeah, you know, that yeah. they don't have a banjo. But um, that's a lot of fun because it's just something completely different then when I, I, I love that music, but I just never really thought there were bands doing that, yeah, you know, and, yeah. and, and that I would be a part of one. And it, but in that band, uh, that's what I was getting at with your question is I'm just an instrument gotcha. and it's interesting Wow. because in jazz, the vocals, the lead singer wasn't always the main thing. It was like the wow. band is the thing Dude. and each person has their part. And then I do my part, but then I also step back because I'm not the show. Gotcha. With a, you know, because sometimes yeah, with yeah. my band, it's like Amber Ray Dunn, and then she has her band. She's the lead. Yeah, yeah I'm the yeah. lead, and I have my band. That's right. Um, but with them, it's not. I'm just another instrument. I'm another wow. fiddle. I'm another, and it's just kind of interesting. Yeah, that's cool, though. But it's also it's also exposure. And mm -hmm. it, beyond that, though, I think it's growth. I think it's learning. Uh, it's honing your skill. It's learning how to sing back up and, and do the harmonies and learning dynamics of not having to be the lead. And I think all of those things yeah. make you who you are when when you are the lead. You know what I'm saying? So are you want me? <laughs> She's like, give me your can. Sorry, oh, I got the monster can over here. But yeah, I think I think all of those things uh, just make you a better artist. You know yeah, what I'm saying? All the way around. You have to always be receptive. To yeah. be an artist, don't call yourself an artist if you don't keep your mind open. Yeah, yeah. If your mind is closed, psh, you ain't an artist. <laughs> you painted one thing one time and it kind of looked cute. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. That was, you, you got lucky <laughs> is all you did, yeah, right? You got yeah. lucky. Man, that's awesome. So, uh, so the new album mm -hmm. is out. Uh, you know, you're gigging all over Memphis and other places. Uh, so what, what, what is, you know, what is next? For you, because I, I know people are going to keep calling you. I mean, they're going to keep knocking down <laughs> your door. And um, well, I, I sent a message out to one of my guys on the way here because something just struck me about okay. like, oh, I bet me and you and you and you, you we put something <laughs> together. And that's going to be the best band that ever come hit Memphis. On, you, know, yeah. you know, you have those moments of inspiration. I haven't heard back yet. I'll check my, t my phone to see what he said. He might be like, Amber, that's stupid. <laughs> she sealed the deal while she was here, guys. She sealed it. Yeah, it was it. all because of you. Yeah, you exactly. You inspired me. Um, but lately, my newest venture, we've only had three gigs tomorrow. We're going to have another one um, at Central Barbecue downtown. We practice in public now. Wow. Which, which that's kind of cool. Like, Dude, practicing nice. at home is cool, too. And we still do that because you have to do that and kind of work out some kinks. But once you've hit a certain level of kind of knowing what you're doing, you can go book the gig, make 200 bucks, and practice and there. And practice at the same time. Dude, that's ingenious. Yeah. Wow. It's nice. Uh. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, I never thought about that. Yeah. Man, that is really cool because, you know, the crazy thing is nobody's going to know you're practicing but you and him well, or whoever you're once, with. Once you know you've what hit I mean? a, a, a decent level of kind of knowing the professionalism, knowing enough of what you're doing, you can curve things when they do start to go sour. Yeah. In a way that the crowd doesn't know. Man. Another musician out there would know, 
but who cares? That yeah. guy, don't be judgmental. <laughs> yeah, and e- and even them though, uh, I, I think because I think about that too, like knowing the drums. If I do hear a snub be, or, or a yeah. little bit of a mess up, I have grace there because I know that I've done the same thing. You know mm. what I mean? And I know that for the most part, people are just gonna keep jamming. They're vibing. They're having a good time. You know, I've got a song called "I'm Human Too." And that's the premise of the song is basically saying, like, crap happens to me, too, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, I am nothing special. Yeah. Well, you are special. Well, but, you know, you know what I'm saying. But My husband says so. Yeah. I'm sure other people <laughs> do, too. So, But, yeah, that's awesome. So it's exciting, really mm. exciting to see that growth and uh, to see that. What what uh, What is it, you know, if there's a message or something you just want to tell your fan base or tell the people, what... Uh, what is Amber Ray all about? What is your central message that you want people to know about? You? Can I steal it from Finding Nemo? Please do. Just keep swimming. <laughs> <laughs> I was drinking my coffee yesterday. What'd um, you have in that coffee? No, no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, uh, you know, when I came in, I told you I had a, I had a terrible week. Um, yeah. What just, just a little moment of that. Um, Wednesday... Uh, my favorite dog died in Justin's arms. Like I hate to take it down like that, but no. I'm a little I'm a little bit better now. But it, it happened Wednesday morning, and I mean, it was just absolutely crushing. I've never seen something take its last mm, breath. Like you, you know, it was just terrible, terrible, terrible. And um, y- you'll probably find this interesting. Like we we talked about it. We we both took off work and for like yeah. two days we were just together and right. our family and we have a lot of other animals. We're country folks. You know how that goes. Hey. <laughs> Way too many animals, you know, but we just brought our family together and really had some moments and stuff. And at one point when I was kind of struggling, cause you, you ebb and flow oh, in, man. in that. Comes in waves. Um, yeah. I, I was back down again and Justin was just trying to help me back up. Yeah. And he said, you know, she's, she's with Ryan, my brother. Wow. And he said, you know, Ryan needed a dog. He's got a dog. You know, Come on. And something about the way he said that just like touched me. And I'm one of those weirdos that like have to write things all over the house to like remind myself because yeah. my mind will go places. Oh, yeah, I don't like those dark spots. I got a lot of them. Absolutely. Um, but I didn't have them until uh, some things happened in my life. I was right. about 25 before I ever had a little blemish wow. of something. And um, so I wrote it on little sticky notes and I stuck it on every door and every wall and places that I would see. And it says... Ryan needed a dog. And I came up with just a little, Ryan needed a dog. Ryan needed a dog. Ryan needed a dog. And I just keep telling myself, and every time I see it, Ryan needed a dog. And it it just calms me. It's like a mantra type thing. Um, It was amazing that he did it. Um, it, it, Like, he he was just talking, you know, but that was what I, I... took from that and it really has helped me and when I was drinking my coffee yesterday morning I was staring out the window and kind of saying that to myself like Ryan needed to talk Amber because wow. we we buried her that morning and thankfully yeah. our, our neighbor has a, a backhoe or whatever and we were, mm-hmm. we were able to get the whole process done pretty quickly to where it wasn't too scarful wow. although it was yeah. very traumatic yeah. and uh, I was drinking my coffee yesterday and I was thinking just keep swimming just keep swimming just keep swimming <laughs> and I was like man Dory was so smart wow you know, man, you know, I'm glad I'm glad you took it there, actually, because, you know, this podcast, if you've ever listened in, we mm. we we talk of, of a right about a variety of things, but it always comes back to that. The deeper meanings of things, the deeper, mm. you know, the, we want to be relatable to what people are going through. And man, that 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 actually touched me. And I I know what you're talking about. I mean, we we've lost a pet and been through that. And it's not a pet. It, it is. Uh-uh. Man, I cried for days when I and it it was like inconsolable when our we, dog we Rambo died. In that, yeah, yeah. So I empathize with you, and and I think too though, um, 
man, that's where that's where you get not only inspiration, but that's when you get a revelation of okay, life is really bigger than yeah. all of the crap that we make it about most of let's be honest people are busy chasing crazy things these days and sometimes you just have to stop and reflect like okay what what is the meaning and i i one thing i like about you amber is that you have always i feel that in your music you know you know what i mean (laughs) like because it is it's real life stuff Mm -hmm. and Nothing is going to inspire you uh, like, well, like real life. And I see that in... You can't really try to write a song. A song writes you, you know. Yeah, it, it exactly. It really does. It, it's like you're just, you're putting a melody to what you're feeling and what you're thinking and mm-hmm. just happen to put something behind that. So, no, I appreciate you sharing that. Gosh, I, I, I'm sending all the well wishes. Thank and you. I, Man, I know how hard it is. And it's crazy because we have a... A little dog named Max, who's actually Sydney's dog, and he's kind of sick right now. He's got this cough, Aww. and then me and Heather are like, "Oh, it's gonna be really bad." Like, for yeah. her. like when it when it happens, you know? Yeah, oh, it's crazy. And man, I'm thinking about Justin too. The bravery, like holding the dog. Yeah. Well, it and it, we were honestly we were trying to get her to the emergency vet right. in Memphis because, right. and that's where we've kind of taken this whole like what are we doing here like pause exactly assess each other, assess life and then look at each other we are a family we got to come together kind come of thing on. because we're both so busy like yeah. he has his day job and he does the Cornell stuff and, and like he's just so busy yeah yeah and he does the pastor or not pastoring but. Uh, Youth. Yeah, Yeah, he's a youth pastor, and then he does weddings and stuff. And then I do all my music stuff and have my day job, my night job, my side job, my side job, my side job. You know, it's like, and uh, you are a true creative because you got ten jobs. My life is gig based. Yeah. Anybody says, "Can you do it?" I can do it. I can do everything. Right. I I I can weed eat. What what do you need? I can do it. Do you have a song about weed eating yet? No, but I better hear that on the third album. Weed eating song. Um, But you know, we were just so busy that like whenever she got a little sick we kind of you know we called the vet and stuff but they yeah. didn't they didn't seem concerned so we were like okay well you know bring her in the morning okay we'll bring her in the morning right. and really we should have like just paused long enough to mm. see she's in pain bring her now what are you Gosh, doing yeah you know and then we're also a, a young couple and we had just had an issue with one of our cats and it was five hundred dollars and Yeesh. the cat was fine yeah yeah cat was fine. like what and that I lady smiled at me like you owe five hundred dollars and i'm like girl <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna. <laughs> we just spent three hundred on a dog like two weeks ago, and I'm like, "You little punk!" Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm yeah. mad at him because I had to spend so much. But yeah, yeah. No. So we we kind of we up. let the moment get away from us, and then we paid for it in a really terrible but, way. You know, and you looking back, you can beat yourself up, but how do you know? You know, yeah, you yeah. have no way of knowing. And the thing is, is so that you can't beat yourself up. You can't. And the and, and the dog knew that you loved her. There's a, a female. That's what, yeah, that's that, what Justin that, did. That Jojo. Jolene. Jolene. Her name. Oh, dude, yeah. Jolene. I, I, there's no doubt that Jolene knew. Uh, and there was no greater thing. I read something one time. Because a lot of people, when it comes time for their dog specifically to mm-hmm. die, they'll take it to the vet, but they're not in the room when it happens. And this was an article talking about the worst thing you can do because that dog needs you in that moment. So for me, hearing hearing you say that that dog was with y'all yeah. when it took its last breath, there is no greater thing that could have happened for that dog, to be honest. Thank you. That. Thank you. Yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> I needed to hear that. And of course, Justin has kind of landed on that, but it's 
harder for me to land on that. I'm like, like I don't have any kids, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I, I, my first little like second, third comment after it happened was like, are we going to be terrible parents? You know? Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Is, no. is that, is, am I going to have a child? In it? Like, am I, I going to be that stupid? Like, <laughs> You know, and, and, and so Justin's had to talk me off that ledge a couple of times, yeah. you know. And, I, and I'm not laughing. No, I, 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 think, I but, but, Yeah, but all those thoughts. Well, y'all have tons of kids. <laughs> y'all are like, no. Nah. And we are terrible parents. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but no, all those thoughts, they're rational. You know, it's it's rational stuff. Yeah. And, you know, that dog is, is with Ryan now. You know, yeah, like you said. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I put mean, it all over the house. It says Ryan needed on. a dog. Come on. So, you know, they're reunited and, and having a good yeah. time. So that, that's awesome. So I appreciate you sharing that. And just keep swimming. You heard it here first. Uh, <laughs> and weed eating. I'm, I'm teaching these people all kinds of things. Man, I promise, dude. Uh, I want to hear a weed eating song on okay. album number three. So uh, I'm seeing here you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten songs on the album. If, Eight originals. Two, one is a Willie Nelson cover and one's a Loretta Lynn cover. Dang. Hey, if, if somebody would pay for me to do like a whole album of covers, there are so many that songs awesome? that I love to sing. Like some artists are really weird. They're like, all right, and I don't need to do someone else's song. I'm like, no, that song like built yeah. me. Yeah. I want to pay homage to it and do my version and just like blow it out of the water in a good way. Like yeah. just show people, I appreciate this this much that I can give it that much soul. Yeah. Well, and specifically about the artists you named, there aren't a lot of people bring you know doing those mm-hmm. styles, and I think we need it. It is it is such, uh, I don't know. It's just such an iconic sound to me. Like you can't <laughs> you can't beat that. You know, it just takes you to a whole nother place in time. Honestly, yeah, which I really really appreciate. But that's before I came over here. I was singing Marie Laveau in the kitchen. Oh, and that's what got me kind of thought process on yeah. to the text message where I was trying to get this new little band on right, the way over right. <laughs> Band like, number oh, six. No, that sounds kidding. pretty good, That ver- the way I was singing Marie Laveau. I was awesome. like, and nobody does that song. I've never heard that live. Exactly. Let's do it. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, which of these tracks, and I know you love all of them, Uh-oh. but uh, which of these uh, is most special or which did you have, uh, I guess, uh, I mean, what hits you closest uh, in terms of in terms of these songs? So, if you mean like deepest, maybe my yeah. my Ryan is one that I've never performed live. Really, because so. I just can't go there. Yeah. It, it, but it's not really about that. I didn't wow. write the song to perform live. I, I wrote the song because that was a moment I had, yeah. and uh, I just wanted to kind of share it with y'all. And I've had so many people, like so many people say specifically out of all the songs, that song. And that just means a ton because I didn't try to write that at all. Like I literally, y'all yeah. know me and y'all right. know the situation. Right. That is exactly what happened. Like there's no extra words. There's no, <laughs> yeah. you know, just to make the, the, the line rhyme or anything like that is exactly how it happened. Wow. And that really is exactly in the bridge when it says, you know, Tom, they say Tom's the answer. But time to me only makes it worse when I'm alone with my mind. And I'm always alone with my mind, you know, because it does. And I don't mean that to be like depressive. It's just that's a hard thing that you have to constantly swallow and get past. And it only only passes for like two seconds and then you're back there, you know, but you have to continually, you know, just keep swimming because you're always alone with your mind. You cannot run away from your mind. You can drink a little bit, you know, you can do whatever you think is going to help and it will. But it'll come back. Come back. So it's, you might as well find a better way to, to cope a more or, uh, yeah. constructive way. Yeah. Well, I, I can definitely see that. Yeah. It's uh it's 
you know, knowing the story, the song really, it's, it's emotional. You know yeah. what I mean? Just, uh, and I, I think anybody would, would love the song, but knowing the backstory, you know, and knowing, yeah. man, it, it was it, up for Arkansas country music video of the year, by the stop. way, if you want to go watch the video on YouTube. <laughs> yes. Well, I'll share the link uh, to that video in this podcast, but well, I, I really appreciate it. I, I know we've been talking, and we're going to give you an opportunity to play a song. Uh-oh. So any final thoughts, any final words before uh, we hear one of your songs? Uh, just kind of the gu- just keep swimming, so to speak, gotcha. thing. Um, and if you have issues with that, you know, contact me on social media and stuff. Like, I don't mind at all. I feel like I've, I've built a really good fan base of people that are literally so supportive. Man. And yes. that, that's what I personally need. You know, I'm yeah. just like dying yeah. over here at every second. I just die with a smile on my face. <laughs> I'm that kind of person. Um, but I, I like to think that hopefully I'm able to do that for them as well. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, so I think that's a really beautiful thing. And um, as far as maybe like the songwriting, seriously, like engage your mind in some, not meaningless, but like, Activity that you know so well that you don't really have to think about it. Exactly. And while that's happening, your mind is going to naturally go to other things and just kind of pick up on some of those things. And and when it goes to a little phrase or a line or a thought or something you kind of like, stop. Write that down. That's it. And I literally have like a box full of, I write mine on, um, I mean, I do it in different ways, but lately it's been uh, note cards. Awesome. And because it, it, sometimes it'll just be two words. It'll yeah. just be a little thought or a little line. And I put all those note cards in together and then I'll kind of come through and go through and they're all little random note cards. And maybe this note card m- matches with that note card. Ooh, maybe there's yeah. that song yeah. goes to that song because they do come in little sections, but sometimes they fit together and, yeah. and they don't come at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> but then you're like, oh my gosh, that'll go perfectly yeah, with what I was yeah. thinking so those earlier. Little note cards kind of help me personally yeah. just visually bring them together later. Perfect. Man, that's awesome. Great ideas. Uh, you heard it here. If you're creative, you're working on something, hey, jot it down. Because you never know. It's just, yeah. it, it's one piece to a larger puzzle. And, you know, the other inspiration will come in moments. So just keep swimming. Love that. <laughs> and without further ado, we're going to set up and we're going to let you play a song for us, Miss Amber. Okay. Love it. Well, hi, guys. My name is Amber Ray Dunn, and uh, I'm going to play a song for you guys that I wrote about my husband, or for my husband, I guess. And it is officially my first love song, because I don't do a lot of love songs. Those of y'all that know me know I'm a big Roger Miller and little Jimmy Dickens fan. I like my funny songs. I like to take life, because life is kind of hard, and make a joke about it and move past it and not really deal with the deep emotions. But, uh, you know, when you fall in love... They want a love song at some point as the songwriters, so I decided to write him one. And funnily enough, it doesn't even have the word love in it. But without further ado, guys, this is Backroads. Sits in your eyes, the glitter of the fireflies. Oh, I'll ride back roads with you anytime. This world has been so 
gravel road So grab a blanket And a bottle of strawberry wine And call your mama, tell her Don't wait up, oh, we'll be just fine to the Junto Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. You can find our link to YouTube and social media at juntopodcast.com. Remember to subscribe, like, and follow. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.